Battlers, we are back for another episode of Sunday Nights Live, a show that is completely live, uncut, unedited, the way you love it, a show where you maniacs, that's right, you battlers listening right now, are a part of the show, gives you thoughts, your opinions, your rants. I'm not expecting too many rants from this show, boys, but <laughs> Storky, mate, Good to have you back, pal. Mate, I'm back. I'm back, and uh, this time it's personal. But no, no, not really. But no, um, good to be back, blokes. Missed Mate, I'm telling you, there was some rumours getting around about boycotting CBA. You might have been the pitch intruder. You're in Bali. You're in through. Yeah. There was all cannot, sorts of rumours. Can I will confirm any of the rumours that were thrown around, but I am back, rested, ready to go. Good to have you back, mate. Thanks, brother. Good to have you back. How are you doing, Sean? How's the recovery going, pal? Mate, yeah, I'm I'm good. I've I've had a bloody fantastic weekend. How funny is it that the Knights get a win on say like a Friday night and it just sets up your whole weekend? It mm, just I know. Yeah, no matter what right. happens, yeah, you just you're just going to have a good weekend, right? It just mm. sets it up so beautifully that mate, I can't complain about my weekend. And um, I just want to point it out there. This is the 20th episode of Sunday Nights Live. Um, may not be deep, eh? everyone else, but for 20 episodes, we have been sitting here and. What talking up a win or or a loss, or we've been riding the highs and the lows for twenty weeks now. Look at us go. Yeah, the more that you know, like... the more you grow. There you go. But yeah, I completely agree. It's so nice to get the win on the Friday. And I tell you what, isn't it a treat for us? We've got to go back, rewatch the game, get your notes. Gives you that bit more time. Mm. You know, it does make does make the show a little bit easier when you get the Friday game. Then you kick back, get all your stuff and bits and pieces ready for the show over the weekend. Um, but I used to have, we, we used to have these big super Saturday sessions and you was, it was either great if the, you know, the Knights played first or the first game and they won and you could sit back for the rest of two games and you're just happy mm. with whatever, or if they lost the first game, you'd be pissed off and annoyed and you couldn't really care less than the other two games, or you'd just be <laughs> stressing until your team played the last game. But yeah, it is great just to get the win over and done with. Yep. Um, but yeah. But guys, let's get into it. Now, round 20, the Knights return back from the bye in front of 18,470 lunatics at McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights come into this game desperate to keep their semi-final dreams alive with their captain, Kalen Ponga, playing his 100th game. Tell you what, the rugby league gods keep writing these scripts for us. Um the Tigers, contrarily, um, come into this desperately trying to avoid their sixth straight loss and avoiding their wooden spoon again. Um, however, however, Battlers, after 481 games, we did it. We won back to back, 34 to 18. We did it, boys. I Dream wasn't sure. Through, mate. I wasn't sure I was going to have the pleasure of actually saying that this year, but we did it, and here we are. We're all here to enjoy it. Back Cue to the back music. Wins. I believe I can fly. Oh, <laughs> the monkeys! The monkeys off the back. We've gone back to back. Um, insane. No, we don't need to talk about round one and round two of fucking 2022 any longer. It's gone. But 34 to 18. Now here's some of the statistics, guys. Uh, seven tries for the Knights, three for the Tigers. Tell you what, it could have been could have been a few more tries for the Knights. Um, however, uh, not a great statistic. Three conversions uh, of seven to the uh, 
Tigers kicking at 100%, three from three, 55% possession to the Knights uh, to 45 to the Tigers. 80% completion rate from the Knights, a lowly 63% by the Tigers. Uh, the Knights managing to get over 1,800 run meters with 1,834, with the Tigers not even managing 1,500 with 1,442. 10 errors to the Knights, 15 from the Tigers. Uh, the Knights conceding five penalties with the Tigers, eight. 290 tackles made by the Knights with 349 to the Tigers. 24 missed tackles by the Knights and 47 to the Tigers. Boys, um, funny old game this one, wasn't it? Mm, it was. Yep. Can I just bring up, just before we get into it here, you know, the Knights, you know, got up get the big win and they also gifted old Darcy here a present on his birthday. The Knights got the uh, the win on his birthday. How nice happy, is that? Happy what birthday, birthday Friday, mate. Yeah, how good is that? Sure. Look, a, a stat that really stood out to me that wasn't wasn't in there was forced dropouts. We uh we forced four dropouts on the weekend. Not something we're really known for, it's, is it? It's something this season that has seriously lacked: repeat mm. sets, dropouts. Um, so it was really good to see that. Even even Tuala had a good little catch and catch an ad there that yeah. wasn't a forced dropout, but put him out over the sideline, which is probably a better better result in the end there anyway. So you could pretty much say there was there was five kicks where there was a... Is that the know, one where Wakeham just slid out himself? Slid out into touch. Did all the hard work and he just slides out. <laughs> how, how, yeah. how funny was that? That's Mate, it must have been Dewey. Someone mm. in the comment section... Was it someone in the comment section predicted it was going to be... Um, no, that, most... you, remember, it was on um, it was on Tuesday's show. Someone said, nah, I think it's going to be a close game. There's only going to be like four points or something in it. That's right. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, they must be getting right into it, saying that it's going to be this mm. cold, this much dew on the ground. And yeah, it's kind of... It to be the Tigers players, though, that were slipping all over the joint. Um, they mentioned a fair bit in commentary, but yeah, that was funny. Just like, to think he'd done all that hard work mm. and then just slide straight over the side, though, mate. Comedy Poor games. bastard. Yeah. How much does he look like Benji Marshall, that Wakeham? Are you reckon he was so much like Benji Marshall? It's not funny. I, I was going to bring up photos. Uh, I think he looks a lot like Daniel Ricciardo, the F1 driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, a little bit. I, 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 I think they're, they're so similar. True. But, um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But look, guys, fucking panic stations to begin the match. My God, we hadn't even touched the ball. Um, our The ex-Knight, Brian, uh, Brian Tyo, Starfoot Toa uh, manages to brush aside um, Bradman Best uh, later that set, go down the end of the field, uh, Buller, who, let's be honest, what a fucking sensation. Oh, yeah, the great game, didn't he? He was their best. I'll tell you what, yeah. it, this would have been a bigger blowout hadn't that kid played for the Tigers. But um, I thought they were robbed. I thought that oh, was... Yeah. 100% they were robbed of a try. They they mm. should have scored first set. And, um, mate, they like, you're, you're just saying it then, Stafford Toa, they're, they're right edge. They were just playing havoc on our left edge all night. Mm. Defensively... I think Bradman Best was was palmed off about four or five times throughout. He the had night. the most missed tackles yeah. for the Knights, unfortunately, after backing up from Origin. Um, six six missed tackles for yeah. Toa. Yeah, Toa pushed him off a few times. But actually, before I mention Toa, what's the go of Toa? I don't know. Like, did it look like someone like pissed in his cereal or something? Did you notice that he had like a look on his face, like maybe like he wasn't happy he was, how he left the Knights or yeah, something? Yeah, he, was, he but, was coming back with a purpose, wasn't he? Yeah, it looked mm. like that. It definitely looked like. Mm. That. I think him and Clem had a pack. To do yeah. exactly that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But going back to that, that 
well, should have been first Tigers try. Yes, I 100% believe that should have been a try. If you can't rule on a forward pass. Amen. If you can't rule on a forward pass, how can you rule on? It's all physics, one? right? It's exact it's same exact physics. Exact it's same it's shit. The, yep. So I if completely the field, agree. If the on-field calls a try, I'm sorry, but you've got to be happy with a try. Like that's mm. just how that's, that's, that's how rugby league rolls these days. If it was the on-field decision was no try, then you'd be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Mm. That's what it is. But, mate, yeah. I, I think they were robbed. I think the Tigers were robbed of first points. Do yeah. I think it would have really mattered in the end? No, probably not. But I think they deserved to score mm. first. Yeah, it's easy to have your Knights glasses on sometimes. But in that occasion, yeah, I think they were robbed as well. But Yeah, I don't get it. I don't what understand. Is. What is what are, what are they so anti-ruling on forward passes? I don't. Like what? What is it? Was there was there something that happened twenty thirty years ago that made him go, "No, we can't have this ever happen again." Mm. <laughs> Video ref will not and shall not ever rule on a forward pass again. I don't get it. Is there fucking death death threats that we didn't, yeah. didn't know? Flashbacks waking up in the middle of the night in cold sweats. <laughs> no well, more forward pass really. A horse head on someone's bed from you know a forward pass that was thrown or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they don't they don't want to spring in the bloody remember that football technology that we talked about a few times where they could, the ball could actually like tell if it was yeah. you know going forward. I don't know what some of the NRL in the ass, but yeah. for a while, but yeah, but yeah, you're right though. Um, clearly targeting our left edge, um, Johnny Bateman ran for the most meters for the Tigers. Um, and didn't he have a good old battle with Lockie Fitz? Tell you what, those mm. two were, those two were uh, getting a little heated at times. It was good to see. Do you think <laughs> he he seems very different to the Johnny Bateman we saw in the NRL a couple of years ago? Before yeah. he 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 looks like he's I don't know. It looks like he's slimmed down. He doesn't look as strong as he used to be. Kind of just looks like a like a a lost schoolboy out there. Like he's, he's, he's still got that same weird awkward player, run. Do you remember but, that awkward run where he's pumping the? Yeah, arm? he just yeah. he just looks. <laughs> He just, I don't know, especially now that his body doesn't look big and, well, I'm not saying he was big and bulky before, but man, now he just looks like he's he's lost some beef and I don't know, he just looks like a completely different player these days, Johnny Bateman. Mm. Yeah. Well, look, I'll tell you what, the uh, whatever the de- de- defensive deficiencies the left-handed had, I tell you what, they certainly made up for an attack. Um, Greggy Marzu managing to strike back um really quickly uh a beautiful right to left cutout pass from kp um pretty much strolled over really great almost looked too easy yeah. didn't it it did it did. It, it did and and fitzy ran a perfect line in that as well if you if you have a look at the line fitzy there was a couple of occasions that. he was quite good yeah i i think fitzy is such an underrated line runner and man we're we're going to miss him next year massively he yeah, he's been great. yeah sneaky good this year. Might mightn't get the highlights personally, but yeah, the stuff he's doing off the ball, bit of decoy yeah. running, the lines he runs, mate. On his day, I'll die on this hill. I'm willing to plant my flag on this. One of the best line running back rowers in the game. Yep, there I said yeah. it. Come at me with that. But he um, cops a lot of shit. The old fits, you know. And I I put a post, just a personal one, on the um, Mighty Knights page, you know, thanking him and whatnot, and overwhelmingly good support on there. There was a couple of, you know, a couple of, you know, peanuts having a go at him, but, you know, it was, yeah, a lot of support, which was nice to see. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, he's been, he's been sensational this year. Um, what, last year, he was, he's a little bit injury-ridden last year, wasn't he? Didn't he have a couple of little... He had a couple of seasons, yeah. but he had a few injuries, didn't he? Was it, was it last year that he did his shoulder and he missed a, missed a big yeah. chunk of his shoulder? Um, yeah, yeah, he has seen a few injuries. It's a shame, because he seems like Radman. 
Mm. Seems to have really found now, and especially now, this is probably the best, well, it would be the best center wing pairing he's had along that edge. It's a real shame. And KP just hitting great form. You, yeah. He's just got a taste of how slick a t- attack we could have had, and now it's... Oh, exactly. I think this is the best, the best left edge that he's been involved in. Mm. Uh, you know, you talk about... I saw so many comments after Origin saying Best only did what he did in Origin because he was outside Cody Walker. Like, I'm sorry, but on that left edge for the Knights, you've got him outside Ponga. Mm. You got him outside. You got Fitzy there, Best, and Mazu. Like, that is a, that is a gun left edge. I feel like Jacko's now starting to click a little bit more. I think he's starting to try and maybe find what works in this team. I was pretty impressed yeah. with Jacko's performance. I'm thinking, yeah, he doesn't overplay his hand. Um, he we said a few really weeks ago, there. didn't he, that he was changing up how he like how he looks at the game and how he's going to start playing. So maybe well, we're look, starting to see the results of that. You see I the think... statistics for the Lions engage, mate. He's in great company, sitting second overall. I think it's Nico Hines first, and it might be uh, well, was first Nathan Cleary. Yeah, yeah, and I think it might be Nathan Cleary and Ben Hunt ran at the top four. So he's in great company. So he's willing to dig in there. Mm. Um, so we know I've, we've got a halfback that's willing to do that. I've been super critical of um, Hastings all year. Anyone that watches his show would know that I have been. Um, and he did come out and say that he hasn't been playing his best football, that Ponga moving to six actually felt like it set him back a little bit. And I had the biggest oh, deja vu. I had the biggest deja vu because I remember sitting down one day with Mitchell Pierce Um and it was, it, I can't remember where it was, but PC and I were sitting down one day and uh, he brought up to me that Ponga moving to six was the worst thing for his game. He mm. hated having mm. Ponga at six because it just feels like the game plan is just get the ball to Ponga. Yeah. Don't, don't try and do anything. You can't create anything. It's up to give the ball to Ponga for him to create. And maybe Hastings had the same thing. Maybe yeah. Hastings was having the same problem and now that Ponga's slipped back to the back... Mm. Hastings can find well, him. I think Daniel hits the nail on the head. Hastings had a much better game this week. Maybe was being told to play differently early in the season. I have absolutely yeah. no doubt 100%. in that fact at all. Yeah. Um, over the last, maybe not the last month, last few weeks, um, we've seen it change a bit. And, mate, um, what you score three previous to this game, scored three tries in three two and games. Two. So, yeah. And that's no coincidence. That just doesn't happen. And then, Kalen Ponga seems to be playing his best football. So it's all starting to click. I know we did the review when we sort of broke down all the spine variations we had. This one seemed, you know, this one is obviously the most consistent one we had. Isn't and it funny that we did that, what, three three weeks ago? Was, was about that? What, what was that, mate? The, our season review? What was that? That was about two, three uh, weeks ago. Yeah, it sounds it was, about right. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. it's, it's funny the improvement we have seen in the spine, mm-hmm. even in that time. Yeah. Well, speaking that, I, what for me personally, I thought our best try of the night. You see Adam Elliott, who I thought had a sensational game. We'll touch more on Adam Elliott. Digs right in, engages the line, gets a beautiful ball out to Jacko with um, Thompson running a great decoy on the outside. Mm. Hastings gets the ball out to KP with our boy Fitzy running another beautiful fucking line in decoy. You watch it. It's rugby league porn, this try. Um KP gets the ball out to Best. Best pretty much goes untouched. A perfectly fucking executed play. Perfectly. That is so easy to fuck up. It's not funny. Uh, yep. Whether it's, you know, your decoy runners running into defenders, they fuck the timing's out. 
Um, I was really impressed with that. There was some individually great effort tries, but that one for me, uh, that oh, Bradman try, just yeah. shows you how, when it's on, our left edge can be one of, if not the most uh, effective attacking edges in the league. It was so slick. Um, I had to go put that one on replay a couple times, put in slow-mo. Yeah. It was that good. Knights, so, Knights were certainly firing on, on all mm. cylinders then. That was, what, our second try in about three minutes? Yeah, yeah something like, here we go. Here we go. We're after we could yeah. get it. We could beat the get you know, the score against the Bulldogs here, the way both, both tries on the same literally the same blade of grass almost. I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, mate, the fans down in that corner of the field, they're they're getting, getting a treat. So early. Yeah. They're getting a treat. It was just that some yeah, that ball playing, mate. Oh, it was um yeah, execution. I know we've been very critical of the team, rightly so. Execution has been poor, but when you see plays like that come off, um, yeah, it's uh you want to see it more and more. But yep. I thought it was um for me personally that was that was my it, not the flashiest looking try, but leading up into it, uh, go back and rewatch it. It, it was uh for all the yeah, our next try was nice too. Our next try was the one where the play the ball was on the left hand side, and we've literally oh, spread shift. it. We've just shifted all the way over, and it was it was pretty much the same players. It was. Everyone you've just named there, mm. all involved again, getting across to the other side. And this time it was just a Tuala little catch and pass, essentially. That I feel like that was right. the first time we even shifted yeah. the ball right it, it in, in there. Like it was. It yeah. Just, uh, yeah, they just had bloody cobwebs on their hands. And then, oh, here we go. We've got to try. <laughs> Which just goes to show you, you know, we touched on it before. Anari, I think we need to re sign Anari Tuala. Came in, you've spoken before. Had, he had a, he did botch one kick, kick one out dead. Um, he was in that full one. flight. I will I will give yeah. you credit that when you when you're in full flight like that and you you're kicking, it wasn't the end of the world. What you're kicking with is the yeah. foot that's up against the touch line. Like it 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 is difficult. difficult. So I'm not going to sit there and and wrap the work on it. But I thought he did a sensational job. Um, he's yeah. the kind of guy you you, you you want in your top thirty can come and do a job. You know you yeah. Doesn't matter if it may be a winger or one of the centers. He comes in and he's and he's done a job. So, do you blokes think if um he was to leave, he would get a start anywhere else, or do you think he's just think destined so. to be that that backup support? Yeah, player? I, I think he's just that. I think he's just that depth player anywhere he goes. Um, yeah. I'm happy. I think there's some other guys around the leagues. Connor Tracy always comes to mind. He's another guy I put above. Like he's a guy that should be playing first grade. Sharks have an absolute gun sitting mm. waiting to to come in this, but. I think Anari's quite capable, and and that's all you need. That's all you need is to come in. And admittedly, he's had, what, three weeks with the team now because you had gags ruled out for the Bulldogs game, rolling into the bye, and then out again. So he's had quite a bit of preparation. But, um, yeah, I was really pleased. Not, not that we had a lot going on with the right edge this week, but it's good just to plug a guy in. You don't need to worry about him. So, um, yeah, I, I thought Anari did quite good. So I'd be more than happy for the club to – to yeah. uh, to re-sign Anari for sure, absolutely. And um, a player that a player that we all uh, sit here and defend from the masses is 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 Phoenix Phoenix mm. Crossland. I thought he had a good game. I thought he Phoenix did. played well. Um, there was there was one try. I think it was our, our our fourth try. He had just the perfect ball out of dummy half. Um, Leo's com- completely sold it to Appy. Oh, yeah. Appy's got down low and got ready to to tackle. I was really Leo. worried yeah. when that came back on replay. I was mm. so worried, but no, they got it right. With the they hundred percent got it right because yeah. he's got down low to instigate a tackle. So hundred percent defensive 
error. Yep. But, mate, Phoenix sold that ball so well that it was going to Leo. But like I said, Appy, who is not a shit defender, completely nah, sold him out. Mm. And DSAF's over the line. And nice. It had nothing to do with out. Ponga. You know, Ponga seemed right. to be attached to every point in this game. KP really had nothing on that. So, yeah, full credit to the Phoenix. And did you notice there was a couple of times where I think it was KP trying to get the ball out of dummy half and then Crossan's like, no, fuck you. I'm the hooker. Gets in there and does his thing, which... I like, I like. Um, I thought, yeah, yeah I, I completely agree with you. Not his best. I'm not saying it was Crossland's best game, but oh he no, was not sensational. at all. Yeah. Well, Justin's uh, had a comment here. You were just saying link about um, Ponga having nothing to do with that. This kind of leads into this comment from Justin here. Uh, both Gamble and Hastings actually took the ball away from Ponga at times during the game, which shows they're both gaining confidence into themselves. Absolutely, because they're going to quickly figure out whichever side KP's on. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna go stack your defense there. So. When you have the ability to put KP on one side and then you go shift the ball the other, mate, works wonders. So yeah, there was um, there was uh, I can't remember what try that was where KP was floating on the other, and then yeah, the boys decided to go down the right edge and um, set Dom up. So nah, it was um, it was sensational. Who were we just talking about? Sorry, I got distracted. DSAF try. Did you see in the DSAF try when they slowed down like the replay? His face dead set hit the defender's knee and like thigh and just slid down it. It was like, you know, in the cartoons where the cartoons hit the glass yeah. wall and whack it, like, it just like slide down it. Um, mm. I thought DSAF had an impressive first stint. He had a 20, 27 minutes was his first stint. Yes, he had two mistakes in that first stint, but then he's finished it off with that try and then he was rewarded with a break. As soon as Stalky just said his face slid down the glass, they've, they've mm. thankfully taken him off. But um, I thought DSAF had a good game. Yeah, the the double interchange too. Host him and Leo yeah. at the same time coming off. Um, but yeah, no, he he was good. He was um, I thought he was he was pretty impressive. Um, Daniel, yeah, picks up his what first try of the year. Oh, it felt like it. If it wasn't, it, yeah. it certainly I felt. Feeling, I don't know. I think it's his second. But uh, man, God, I tell you what, Leo went close again. Did you see and, that one? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Leo so is Leo can taste it oh, at this stage. Fuck. Leo's going to be the next twelve for sure. God damn, it, mate, he yeah. was gypped with that. What was it they called a Ford pass off gamble? That no look pass. Yeah, the other week. That was bullshit. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was bullshit. Bastard. Hopefully the hey. team's gene him up. Like remember when Josh King finally got a try and the whole team. Oh was yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was that was good for Kingy. Yeah. Um, I, I want to talk about the, the tiger. Another Tigers try. Um, this one's where. I think this is their third try, so we we might possibly well let's talk about their second try first before we talk about their third try, where they did bump. He did bump off best. Buller gave a nice little bump off best, and then Marzu was just swatting at flies, and he's gone uh, over in the corner. That was their first. That was their first try. It's, of course, yeah, it should it should have been their second. We we had to wait half an hour, but yeah, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, off the back of a um back of a penalty, uh, which. A couple of their tries led to, but yeah, yeah, that was actually their first try where we say yeah. Buller, yeah, yeah, just um completely made our left edge look like look like idiots. Um, and then and then copy and paste our first try. There was four minutes to go. Copy and paste our our first try. It was exactly the same, exactly the same setup and everything. Once again, Marzu down the mm. down the left. This time he can't get the ball down, and I'm sitting there just oh, screaming that. Sitting there thinking, mate, the the surface is slippery. Mm. Get down low. Yeah. Get down low and use your momentum. 
Mate, he's, he's tried to. He's literally tried to run over the top of of Buller. I think it was Buller, mm. and um, maybe just couldn't couldn't get that ball down. But that that should have been another try too. That was a poor decision to go high. Two used to tackle breaks, mate. Yeah. But with that said, t- topping the t- no surprise, topping the table now, a hundred and eighteen tackle breaks. I think the second bloke, uh, Dylan Edwards. I think he's played three or four less games. Yeah. Um, average run meters now. He's equaling the same amount of run meters as Brian Toto. Brian Toto, probably, a lot of people would say, probably the best winger in the comp at the moment. Certainly had a fucking massive origin season. Um, yeah, we, we now have a winger averaging over 200 run meters a game. We mm-hmm. 100% won that trade with the Titans, boys. Yeah, they would yeah. The, the only thing with Marzu, and, and this was Tiger's second try, was when Wakem put a little kick across to Mazu and he didn't come down with the ball. Yeah. This is just a couple of minutes after, you know, stuffing up that other try. So this is a, potentially a 12-point turnaround. Mm. Uh, Tiger's straight back up the other field. Wakem's put a kick in. Mazu's put it down. It's gone back to Wakem. He's put a kick in. Um, it's grubbering along the ground, and, and Ponga just can't bring it in, gets a hand to it. Gamble gets a hand to it. Next thing you know, Appy's gone in for a try. Um, what did you boys think of that try? Hard to defend against. You know, it's just one of those ugly, what, you know, I didn't like it. Don't get me wrong. I, mm. I didn't like it, but. It felt like we were a bit unorganized. It felt like maybe, you know, like the you know, like you said, where they, we were getting hands to the ball, but just not coming up with it. You know, they come down with it. I, I, th- I thought it was a pretty nice try, to be honest, for Coruscant. It's just one of those but... ugly, that just, unfortunately, the bounce of the ball didn't favor us. I, um, yeah. Yeah. I will bring I will bring this up. This is something that I spotted in the replay that I thought was missed. Blatant jersey grab on Ooh. Gamble. Oh, yeah, Will Smith grab the very very blatant jersey grab on 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 uh, Gamble there, not allowing Gamble to get back to the ball. And yes, you know how there's that thing where if someone's going to kick it and they drop it, and you know a player can continue with a tackle or whatever. That's mm. not along this rule. That's not completing a tackle. That's got nothing to do with it. He's mm. made a second attempt then to pull back gamble. So mm. for me, that's no try. Mm. I know I know. I said I would have given them the first one, so maybe this is making up for that try that was disallowed at the start of the game. But for me, this was a blatant miss. That's some good bloody mm. spotting, mate. There you go. Yeah, I did I... not even see that. <laughs> Tell you what, mate, you need a bloody job at the bunker. And then if if, you, <laughs> if if I was to go through a few frames after this, Gamble's hand is about this far away from the ball. So if you wanted to say as well that, yes, it did impede him from getting to the ball, I think he would have got to the ball considering how close he ended up to it with this jersey grab. Makes you wonder, because don't the captains generally, like, they, he would have surely, he mustn't have seen it then. Because otherwise, he would have just gone screaming up to the refs, and that's usually something they would add to that. If he's like, ref, you know, been, yeah, someone's mm-hmm. grabbed me in that, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, good spotting, mate. Bloody hell. Yeah, they must yeah. have felt bad for taking the first one off. That's, them, that's literally the only thing I could think of that they went, you know what, we have to have to give them this one. Valenius um, picked the phone all squared up. up. And all squared up, man. Yeah. yeah. But it brings me to this next picture. I want to bring this one up. Let's discuss this. <laughs> oh come on! Oh for fuck's sake! Yeah, I I'll tell like you what, it, 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 would, it wouldn't be a nighted show if we didn't talk about Jack Hetherington. And I will tell you what, he, yeah, he uh, he brought this on himself. Mm. 
Um, What's he thinking? Like, seriously. He's becoming a bit of a meme with the slap, I'll tell you what. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, anybody, any normal person would think I shouldn't do this. Like, dead set, did he have, like, a little Hetherington devil on his shoulder going, just slap the prick? Like, <laughs> like, like what? Like, well, well, we signed sense. him knowing this. Like, he was, a you know, angry, yeah, but this overly is emotional. Though. Yeah, I know, I know. I, yeah. I just, I wish we saw that with him with the ball. Not in yes. these situations. You're like, where, where's this fucking anger when you're hitting the ball up or tackling? You know, you're smacking blokes, but <laughs> yeah. rather than a half, just getting under your skin and lashing out. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's... don't get me wrong, he, he he did get collared high, but was it like, like, It was really bad though. Like... No, no, no. You don't go doing that. That's just no. Nah, I look. You can cop it once, like the one against the Panthers. If that was the only one to happen all season, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, fair enough. He just heat of the moment through one slap. But one, uh, sorry, two in three games, mm. literally he's been sent for, for 10 for slapping well, twice in three yeah. games. Like that's. He's, yeah. He's not doing himself any favors, but silly stuff like that. Plus, his game, as we talk about every week, isn't exactly lighting, you know, lighting fires. So it's like. Well, yeah. to put it into context, too, we are only went into the Sheds 18-12, uh, 12 unanswered points by the Tigers. You know, they've sort of – they're not out of the game. Um, and to come out, yeah, early – what was it, three minutes in the second half and does this shit? Oh, I'm just like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, well – You know, you, this is um, – this isn't going to bode well. Apparently, he's, um, he's, a, he's a Chris Rock fan. But, you know, someone needs to tell him that it was the wrong, wrong Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel Connors offers nothing footy wise, and the only aggression he shows is the dumb shit that costs us. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah, he, he, he gave when he did come onto the field with that double interchange with DSAF and Leo at the start. I think it was like he only just got on the field, he was offside making a tackle. They marched down the field, get their first try later in the game, had a really dumb play the ball penalty. Um, but I'll read you out some stats. Jack Heddington, here, here we go, boys. 27, uh, sorry, 23 minutes, seven hit ups, seven runs, 63 meters, 30 post contact, 18 tackles, one missed tackle. So I yeah, know uh, comments going off in here. I'm just bringing up some of the comments that people are making because as soon as this slap convo come up, it's just like <laughs> it's on fire. Everyone's like commenting on it. So yeah, yeah. the fact yeah. the fact that he keeps getting a spot, guys, we've said it a million times a show. It just shows there's really no one underneath him. Yeah, the, the second yeah. the second he did it, I'm sitting there thinking, how is he getting a spot over the likes of Dylan Lucas and Jack Johns? I mm. I really don't understand it. If he's named on, if he's named on Tuesday. And someone like a Lucas or a Johns isn't. I, I'm literally, I don't know. Is he much yeah. bigger than Johns? Because like, I'm trying to think of reasons why he would be selected over Johns. Like, is he much bigger than Johns? I know he's like a middle forward. Is he, is he much bigger than Johns? Don't know. Have to have to go googling on. You wouldn't think so. Like maybe in height, but you wouldn't think like size wise. They don't look that different. No, no. I wouldn't think so. Maybe maybe OOB's just sitting there hoping that he's going to come good and start running 150 metres a game and breaking lines and bending lines. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I don't yeah. think we're going to see it from him, to be honest. Nah. Yeah. I think we nah. just cut our losses with him now. I don't know how long he signed for. Hopefully it wasn't, wasn't for too long or for too much. Don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah. There you go, Lockie. 
Storky mate, Jack Johns is a massive unit. So I didn't yeah, mean to play yeah. Jack Johns down. I was just, you know. Yeah. He's 10, 10 foot and 200 kilos, yeah. Jack Johns. Um, mm. But you know what? With this period of time, right, the 10 minutes in binning, I was absolutely blown away why the Tigers subbed off Appy Coruscant. So I think it was, yeah, only, it was, modern, it was about three minutes into the sin binning. They sub off Appy Coruscant. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, great for us. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I don't know what they were thinking to keep. Yeah, and the Tigers are known for making so many good decisions this season. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, their most dangerous player taken against twelve players. Yeah, yeah. That's, Pro- that's probably their um, the the oldest, you know, a veteran. Yeah. Um, you know, I I couldn't believe that decision. You know, obviously it was a plan that he was only going to play X amount of minutes coming back for a broken jaw, but surely they'd only have to have to have played him for an extra seven minutes. Yeah, you know, just see at this period, clearly we have the advantage. Let's get probably our best attacking player, the player who has the ball the most to dictate terms against the Knights with a player down. No, nah, we're going to take him off. Like, mm. and it was, I can't remember, was, is it that, um, is it Jack, Jake Simpkins? Is he the, was he the replacement? Yeah, I can't remember. It's not like you're bringing on an absolute stud. To come in, um, no, no disrespect to, to Simpkins, but I'm thinking, oh, I just couldn't believe <laughs> it. Brown moment. Simpkins is on. Simpkins I'm is just, on. Hey, Simpkins is on. Mate, <laughs> I was more than happy to see Appy Coruscant subbed off. With um, yeah, when we're only up by six points, I just thought. That's I thought we played game. really good football in that period. We did. We yeah, did. I thought we we didn't miss a beat. We went. Yes, we went super. Um, was was uh, structural? We went very structural. Mm. But made it worked. It oh, was it was just situational awareness, mate. It Absolutely, was just, it was just simple footy that we needed to play a man down. Yep. And I think both teams walked away with six points during that uh, period. Four to six. Four to six. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I thought we handled that situation pretty well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to see the little chip and chases or pushing passes you shouldn't in your own half. Just get to the end of your sets, kick it. Yeah. Defend your dick off. And rinse and repeat five or six times till you get a man back. But um, look, look, perfect segue, guys. We're going to move along to our uh, Foghorn Brewery key moment. Um, Kalen Ponga, what? With 12 men on the field, might I add, the West Tigers just did not know how to defend this boat. Look at them, they're literally surrounding yeah. him. Bit of broken play. Beautiful right step. Oh, how good's that? That was nice, mate. He was running the gauntlet. Reminded me of that old Gladiator show from the 90s. Remember that? Oh, just yeah. like ran the gauntlet. Look at him. They're just all around him. him. So nice. Yep. I was saying before, perfect ball from, from Phoenix. This one was not a perfect ball. It was kind of in mo- no man's mm-hmm. land uh, behind Fitzy and in front of, um, who was it in front of there? Hastings. And <laughs> yeah. And I know it looks like Best has caught it on the fly there, but it did did bounce before getting to Best. But it's amazing though sometimes how those broken play uh, passes that don't quite hit the mark and actually work in your favour. Mm. You know, it sort of throws the defenders off a little bit, but um, sensational by KP. Yeah, he just schooled West. Didn't know what to do with him, mate. They truly just didn't know how to defend the guy. Um, sensational and coincidentally enough, guys rolls into our. Um, he was also our knighted player of the week. Fucking shock horror there. Um, absolutely sensational. 
Right, when that bloke's on, he he just glides. Absolutely glides. It's it's great to have him at our team. Great oh, to watch. Yeah, 80 minutes, one try. Um, unlucky not to get two. Remember that one where, again, when it was try- it was not long after this one. It would have been pretty much in the same spot. Caught offside. Um, unlucky there. Uh, 10 points. Uh, not not a great statistic. Only 43% goal kicking. Three try assists. Should have been four, given the Greg Marzu botched one. So he yes, dotted it on another four. one. Uh, 23 runs, 151 run meters, 33 post contact, six tackle breaks, one line break, four line break assists, five tackles, four kicks, 118 meters. So when you're getting performances like that, mate, the $1.4 million price tag isn't too bad because this is what you want. I know Night of Player of the Week is, you know, we're talking him up at the moment, but mate, that goal kicking, what a contrast to last week. Oh. Where he's like, he was kicking him from the car park last week and he couldn't buy a bucket. Like I, I am going to, I am going to dive into that in a little bit. Um, okay. I look forward to it. I just want to, I want to bring um, this up, this up first. Now I just want to bring up Ponga's, Ponga's involvement in, in, in this game and and show you a bit of a reason why he was named knighted player of the week this week this this first tribe two players just sitting back watching ponga and he can just cut out to mazu mazu's in very very similar for the next one just all eyes on ponga simple catch and pass the best and and best is in untouched um and then this is the one where Cut and paste of the first one, exactly the same, exactly mm-hmm. the same, except gets to Mazu and, and he, he can't put it down. And then there's the Ponga one, three defenders coming across. He's just wrapped around best, so they're a bit unsure of where it's going to go and maybe just just rips them open. It's it's one of the reasons why we had to give him knighted player this week. Oh, yeah. um, mate, he's just, his involvement is pure gold. And like you are saying, Link, that is why he's worth – if it really is 1.4, that is why he is worth $1.4 million to us. Mm, absolutely. Be worth $1.4 million to the Melbourne Storm, but that's why he's worth $1.4 million to us. Yeah. Mate. Directly impacting games is what you want. You don't want to take in a back seat, um, getting his hands on the ball. Clearly, it's those graphics there show he's hey, most comfortable, footage. most comfortable because yeah. what it was, it was a few months ago. He was sort of saying candidly, he didn't know what he was really doing at five, eight. So yeah. yeah. This That's game, say link, mate. That footage was rugby league porn. That was like, that was nice mm, to watch. Good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And this is, this is old Ponga's, um, Ponga's goal kicking for anyone that wants to see where his kicks were for this. Look, they weren't exactly easy kicks. He had three kicks, uh, sorry, only two kicks inside. Sorry, all of it, pretty much all of his kicks except for two were within eight metres from the sideline. So I'm not going to sit here and, and, and bag the guy. He's He wasn't, yes, he wasn't fantastic. He wasn't 11 from 11 that he was the week before, but... I'd, I, I can't sit there and say that that was horrible goal kicking on Kalen Ponga's behalf. He didn't have any shockers. Like the ones he did miss were fairly close, but last week they were like some pretty hard kicks last week too. So maybe he was yes. just, maybe he was just in the zone last week. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. For me, for me, like I would have been happy with four, four from seven. If he had landed four from seven, I would have been happy with that. Cause you, you miss your first one 
And then your second one, three minutes later, you should be knocking that one over. You've literally just kicked from there three minutes ago. You know what you did wrong the first time. You know what the wind's doing. It's almost from the exact same spot. You knock that one over. Mm. But other than that, I'm not really upset that he missed the other ones. Just, just, just pretty much that one. So if it was four from seven, mate, I would have even had that down as a pass. Well, I guess, I guess the frustrating point is because at, at one point in the game, um, we had the five tries, they had the three, and there was only four points difference. So you have by two tries. You scored two more tries, and you've only got four extra points to show for it. So I guess it does. You hurt. know, it, oh yeah. Imagine if they, um, imagine if they win the game with a converted try in that point and you've scored two more tries than they have and you still fucking lose the game would be yes heartbreaking yeah. it was just at that point you're going oh you know um it's only happened to us once where you know we we've we've scored more tries than they have um but yeah not not the end of the world we're not sitting here going no it's not jesus christ we're back to square one clearly he's probably going to be kicking goals from now to the rest of the season, I'd imagine. I'm I'd say uh, he, you guys and listeners would probably agree to that. Yep, he does have better stats um, than Hastings or any of our other goal kickers. Pong is kicking at the moment 14 from 18 at 77.78%. Gee, that's uh, a Hast- lot higher than Hastings. Hastings is 16 from 28, 57.14. Yeah. Wasn't Hastings so, a decent kicker, though, like before, uh, down at the Tigers? It was, did he kick for the Tigers or Dewey? Dewey kicks, doesn't he? Dewey's Dewey's their main kicker. Yeah. I swear he kicked a few. I can't find like I just got images in my head. I think Hastings would be yeah. a good backup kicker, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have him as as a first choice goal kicker. Unfortunately, mm. the best choice we do have is Kalen Ponga. Um, do I think he is a great goal kicker? No, he's I think he's his career I had it just just there a minute ago. I think his career mark is around that seventy five percent. Which is get that up a little which bit. is which is a pass, but it's not it's not sensational. Like your good goal kickers are floating in the mid to high eighties, really. Mm. Look at this, boys. I don't know if um Edward's like trolling us here or not, but I don't think I've ever seen man kick kick a goal. Um yeah, Shit, I don't I, remember that unless it was like at the dragons or something. Has he ever kicked for us? I don't recall it. I don't think so. You might be playing silly buggers. Unless it was a while ago. Edward? What's going on? I don't know sure. Yeah. And Kurt Mann won't be here next year. Nah. I guarantee it he won't Defended be pretty good. I tell you what, when, when we did put on it, a couple it, of good hits, didn't he? Oh, his first touch was great too. When you saw um, Frizzell, um, I'm sure we'll touch on Frizzell later in the show. Big news. But um, Frizzell, a beautiful fucking line break. Just pins the ears back, fucking breaks through, crossing in support. Um, no sooner man runs on the field, he ends up with the ball at the end of a big line break. But fuck me, he whacked a couple of guys. Kurt Mann, he holy did. shit. Yeah. Um, I thought they're going to call a coroner. Man, he absolutely. <laughs> sm- there was one guy he smacked off the ball. God damn, it hurt. Get some um, of those frustrations out. There you go. There you go. Kurt Mann has never kicked a goal. Yeah. So, and I'd believe that coming from Adrian. I just don't recall it happening. Yeah, unless it was a no, long. I, I, I don't. I don't remember it ever happening either. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah. If you have um, video footage of this, Edward, or photos or something, please send them into the show. <laughs> He's always from like under sixes. <laughs> under sixes we don't know about. Yeah. Um, what about, let's let's uh, let's talk about the Knights' last try, Gamble's try. Oh. He's thrown the big, long, <laughs> long cutout ball to Dominic Young. Remind me, I thought it was very Mitchell Pierce origin. Yes. Yes. 
I yep. had I had the exact same feeling. As soon as mm. he's thrown it and he's out, he's he's away. I'm sitting there thinking, I've seen this before in Origin from Mitchell mm. Pierce. Um, and then it's come back inside the gamble. His support player was brilliant. Yeah. And then he's just foot his took his foot off the accelerator and went. You know what? I'm going to score. I'm just going to run this in casually. Mate, lucky it wasn't anyone else. You know how a lot of people just come in and they're just doing oh, the big yeah, fly yeah, spots just for the ball? Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, shit, here it comes. And luckily he was kind of just going for a tackle. But mm. Did you see mate, that interview with O'Brien about it afterwards? Boy. Yeah. yeah doing the rounds. The look yeah. on his face. Well, uh, I don't know about yeah. you guys, but it wasn't until that point, really, till the 75th minute, I really felt confident. I really thought that was the final nail in the coffin. We blew it out to what? The Tigers, uh, like a bloody bad STD. Like, not that I've had one. Kept so, coming yeah, back, the comments, let me know. But they just kept on coming back. They did. The <laughs> like and we were starting to pull away. They would, like, score again. You're like, fuck, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, because yeah. annoyingly, the, I was most pissed off with that. Again, just before we were down to 12 men. Unfortunately, just before Heddington gets back on the field, Papa Lee brushes Gamble. Um, I think Frizz misses a tackle and so does Crossland. Yeah, and runs Crossland. through. Yeah. I, was, I was really dirty at, at, out of all the plays. I was really dirty on that one. Mm. Um, Gamble is missing our missed tackles by a lot. Really? Unfortunately. Yeah. He's the new Dane Gay guy, is he? Yes. Yeah, I tell you what, though. Fuck, he had some great kicks. He had some really good kicks. Um, I thought Gamble. Um, yeah, they uh, did. Even um, Hastings was kicking more. Like, you know how the mm. other week we said it was great that. Hastings had kind of handed the kicking over to to Gamble. Mm. Well, Hastings did kick a lot more in this game. I think it was pretty. I think it was like kick. seven to eight or something. It was. It was. It yeah, but it was it was much better kicking choices than in the past. Mm. It wasn't it wasn't man, as many of these midfield bombs? And mm. mate, it just how much better does it look? How much better does it work? We didn't, we didn't bomb. Actually, now you mentioned we didn't do one bomb to Dom Young at all, which seemed to be our plan A most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but yeah, sensationally enough for Dom, mate. Fucking eight leading point scorer now. I, I know the the Eels game. I don't know if it's wrapped up now. Was on my wheel alive unless Mike Acevo's bagged a hat trick. Um, currently, I'm, I'm going to call it that. You know, Dom Young's probably leading leading the, leading the tries. Yeah, and um. Yeah, given the last couple of weeks, really hasn't seen a great deal of ball. Let's be honest. It's pretty much been all on the left. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. it's You know what was fantastic to see two weeks in a row? Lachlan Fitzgibbon. The game's said and done in the dying moments. Mm. The other team's going in to score in the corner. Yep. And Lockie Fitz coming across in cover defense to save a try. Had no impact on the game. If they score, it's nothing. It's just saving our for and against a little bit. But mate, I thought I thought Fitzy's been killing it in that regard the last couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big, big. It is a shame now. You asked me twelve months ago, we lost him, and then okay, you know, might be best for both parties. But mate, he's really bounced back this season, and rightfully, like I was, I was talking about trading Dom Young away to get say Satili Tupanua. To, to immediately just come in and fill Lockie's jersey. Yeah. I thought you'd just be a straight in walking, but um, yeah. yeah, credit. It's just a shame now. It's finally starting to click and that, but you can see why the, the Warrington Wolves were after him immediately and the Knights, thankfully, have you know, gone, no, you're not getting your hands on him just yet. <laughs> um, He's ours. Because it made yeah. an absolutely integral part 
of that that left edge domination that's that's been happening. Yeah. So um, um, did we see someone just? I just saw someone ask where that hat's from. Um, I'm fairly certain that that's from the night shot. I was going to say we need a quick intermission here. There's an important uh, question. <laughs> Whoops, that's the wrong one. Oh, uh, we've lost it now. But yeah, where did you yeah. get that hat from? Sure. Um, a lot of my hats either come from like the New Era website itself, or the Night Shop, yeah, the NRL yeah. shop. Um, you can you can usually pick them up there. We all have um, way too many hats, but hey, you can never have too much. Never have stuff. too many hats. You can never have too many hats, Stalky. Don't know what yeah. you're talking about. And importantly enough, I saw this one briefly come up. Moses kicked a field goal to win it. That that's really good for us. We needed the Titans to lose for for our for our latter stuff, which we'll touch on in a bit. But yes, yeah, so that that should choice. mean that we would finish the round in tenth, and we should three points outside. Let's the have a look. Eight. While you're chatting, I'm going to look at the live. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure you'll find that we are tenth. We're in we tenth tenth spot and three points. Outside so they the mustn't have awarded the points for the teams on by because at the moment the NRL app is saying we're on 21 points. But, yeah, Souths were on the buy, weren't they? And they're on 22. Yeah. Souths, Canberra, and someone else? Yeah, I can't remember. Dragons? Yeah, so. Um, so. yeah, so they would bounce. So the Rabbitohs would be pushed up into eighth and the Eels would be just above us on ninth. I tell you what, though um, – that four and against we have is just as good as two points, really. If there's mm. if there's teams in and around us on those equal points, um, which is going to be unusual, anyways, given our situation with the buy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how important those buys? Imagine if we had lost that one. We go back to um, a discussion we had on the late night show about um, giving one point away or um, things like that. Geez, that that buy really might come down to. Uh, to do or die for us. But, yeah, there you go. Good result for us, guys. So, yeah, um, nice. thanks for chucking that in there, Carly. I did have that on prior to. Um, but, yeah, but, um, well, boys, I think we um, move along to our next segment, shall we, our, our lock it in segment. All right, boys, what have we got? I'll 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 start it off. Um, I predicted that we'd see a bit of Ponga Ponga perfection. Ponga was not perfect. I um near perfect. Some would he, say he, he, he was he was he was he was close. Um, what he had he made one error, one missed tackle, and what did he kick? Forty forty three percent. Three from seven. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I missed yeah, out on that. Ponga was, Ponga was was good. He was great. He wasn't perfect, and um, I got my Knights thirteen plus. I thought that was that was coming not bad. in. Yeah, had you not put that in, he probably probably yeah, would probably, have probably yeah. would have had the perfect game. I, I probably jinxed him. Yeah, 100%. you probably have. Yeah, um, Storky brother, what do you got? You're here to defend yourself this time. Oh, mate, what's going on there? Um, uh, oh. you know. What's the old um, tagline out of the X-Files? I just wanted to believe. You know, that's kind of me. With Mate, you should have gone 13 plus run meters. You would have been half a chance. I know. I mean, I thought he was, you know, his trajectory was going up. I thought he was moving forward and then you know, we all know what happened there. So, no, I missed out on that one. Um, Lockie Fitz, first try scorer. You know, a bit more wishful thinking. Went out a bit out there. But um, I got my Knights 13 plus, so I got the main one in the end of the day. Mate, Lockie Fitz first one ain't too bad. Like, given all the points on, yeah, on that side. Yeah. Wasn't given, bad given, at all. Yeah, I was I expecting, you know, maybe one of those nice angle runs and he goes mm, over, but yeah, maybe one of those decoy runs aren't a decoy. 
and yeah, um, he runs go. in. Keeping them guessing. Mm. Uh, and what did I end up with, boys? Where did I go this week? You're hit and miss. Ooh, 50% strike rate. Adam Elliott, any time. I'll tell you what, he did look... Adam Elliott did look really good. Um, we get seeing... He led... Uh, what have I got here in my notes? He was... Um, he ran for the most meters out of any forward. 160... What have we got here? 60 minutes, 16 hit-ups, 22 runs, 169 run meters, 56 post-contact, two tackle breaks, 26 tackles, one missed. Um, some great late footwork, some great ball handling. Um, he was very instrumental. Um, Adam Elliott, I thought he was quite, quite good. Fortunately, he wasn't rewarded with a try. Um, what else we got here? DSAF 100, he killed that. I think he, he went close to 150, DSAF. Uh, yeah. yeah, Gamble didn't kick too much. Uh, only managed, He barely got over 200, I think. Yeah, I think he's close to 250, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So only managed to get half that, but... Happy with the 13 plus. I think that's uh, I'm one for one on the 13 plus front. So, yeah, not too bad. I think I, I noticed some of the listeners were commenting away. Um, I saw some locket ins, got some receipts in that they'd managed to get their locket in. So, congratulations for those who did manage to get their locket in. Um, I did see a couple of those. Yeah. So, keep score. If you make a comment, you know, you lock it in, you know, and it comes true, you know, write it down and bring it back up on the show, you know, have a bit of boasting time. We'll, Boast, yeah. You know. Wouldn't blame you at all. Um, <laughs> no, nah. there you go, boys. Still searching for the uh, the sweep, guys. Still haven't managed to get a clean sweep yet. I'll tell you what, but Christopher here isn't wrong about this comment, mate. I 100% agree with this. It's been a great weekend. Knights winning, the Roosters losing. Mate, it's great. God, I'm just so filthy we didn't beat them because I think we're the only team they've beaten in the last, what? Yeah. I feel like they've lost like eight games, one, one in recent history. They just can't we, see win. We should have won that game. Oh, absolutely. We should have won yeah. that game. Yeah. There's um, a diehard um, Roosters um, fan on TikTok and he's having an absolute meltdown this season. Fans. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. One of the three. But um, <laughs> you used. Yeah, thirty-three percent of the fan is upset. <laughs> the fan base. I see. Did you see their big post? They're like, "We've cracked twenty thousand members." And like, you guys are a foundation club, and you're fucking boasting about just cracking twenty thousand members. Mm. You've won back-to-back premierships. All the bullshit. Yeah, have to worry about all the spoons, all that garbage. And constantly, wow, constantly you only can players. Fucking sombreros and yeah, I was gonna say sombreros. And the money sacks. That's fucking embarrassing. That that's is embarrassing. I would not be putting out that. big posts to say, "Oh, look at us, we've got twenty thousand members, mate." That's you should have twenty thousand members back in nineteen fucking seventy. Yeah, you should, should have be gone cracking, up from then. Should be cracking 50, 60. Easy twenty. Easy, easy. Mate, their neighbours, the Sydney Swans, what? They had like 62,000 members or something they announced the other day. So They're yeah, always yeah. really good, though, with memberships over the AFL, aren't they? Oh, mate, they're crazy. They I think West it. um, I think West Coast have something like crazy numbers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think Richmond has like over 100,000 or something. Something yeah, that's crazy. bonkers. They really hold on to tradition over there, but like it seems to be like uh, the, the, the grandpa goes for it, the father goes yeah. for it, the son goes for it. The, they know, like, do that well. Yeah. We should do that. We should do the late nights on memberships because I feel like there's a lot of room for improvement with memberships. So earmark that yeah. one, boys. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, Are you saying together. that you're not just happy with your hat and your lanyard? Mate, they used to send them <laughs> fucking scarves to Queensland members. If you've lived oh, in mate, Queensland, you do you're not already, <laughs> You're already getting a members day. We live in Newcastle and we didn't even get a members day. We know, we know Lincoln's uh, thoughts on scarves to begin with. 
Yeah, mate, I've got a fucking draw full of them. Uh, it does my head in. Lockie yeah. Tipper, I have 20,000 fans because of my love for Jack Johns. You do, mate. Um, yeah. Fan yeah. number one, two, and three sitting. Yeah. I'm sitting wondering there. if, if you know, there is a lot of speculation whether or not we are going to keep Jack Johns. He's off contract. Um, I don't think lose... he's going to break the bank, but you if just we lose Jack like... Johns, do we lose Lockie Tipper? Mate, I oh, hope for Lockie's sake we, we sign him. If if he goes to the Roosters, Lockie will become Roosters fan number four. Mm, comment away, Lockie. Curious to know, pal. Mm. Yeah. Who's your number two? Who's your number two? Who's the other fringy you're going to? We might have to give Lockie a wellness check if um <laughs> check in on him if uh you know we don't. Re-sign I'm sure him, if but... I'm sure if he uh, if Jack John signs elsewhere and scores four tries, he'll be the first to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, guys, it's that special time of the night where you guys can fire in whatever questions you got. I'm, a lot of big news this week, so um, let's move along, boys, shall we, to our Q&A segment. All right, Battlers, you know the deal. Start firing in the questions. Um, what do we got here? Start with this one, boys. I like this one. Jessica Henley, thank you for the question, Jessica. Do we make the top eight? Who would be most likely to drop out of the eight? So um, for you listening, so next week we've got the Storm at home. We've got the Raiders down in Canberra. The Dolphins at Perth back against the Bulldogs at home. Uh, South Sydney at home and then the Sharks at home and then the Dragons away. So certainly not too bad a run, really. That's a pretty good run. What what are those, what's that, like four home games still left? Yeah. Um, there's some teams that we absolutely could beat. So what are we saying? Three points out of the eight now. I don't know what the other teams' runs you know, in and around us are like home. We, um, we did actually receive a, a message on the Knighted page yesterday from Paul um, asking for – Sunday or Thursday show to do a bit of a deep dive into the rest of the season to who we play and their run home as well. Oh, so I was yeah. thinking for potentially Tuesday or Thursday show, we will do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll deep dive into our run home. Yeah. Um, without doing that, it's, it's, um, it's hard. Cause I don't really know, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to look at these teams that are all floating on, 26 to 22 points. So your Warriors, Sharks, Raiders, Cowboys, Eels, Rabbitohs all above us. Mm. You would have to look at their run home and how hard their run home is as well. Um, Yeah, we it's it's getting to the point where you need a bit of luck to go our way. Those teams yeah. need to fall to easy games. And right now, my gut feeling says, no, we're not going to make the eight. We, we're going to miss out and we're going to be roughly around where we are, 10 to 12. Well, there's two games I'm looking at here, Canterbury at home and the Dragons at um, Netstrata are two very, very, very winnable games for us. Uh, the home games, a couple of top four heavyweights here. We've got the Sharks, the Rabbitohs, and the Storm. So uh, Camp Canberra in Canberra, we were a bit Canberra of a bogey. Canberra is always a bit of a bogey yeah. side. So yeah, I don't like uh, that. Dolphin, Dolphins at Perth really um, 
I don't know. I, I do like our chance. I think on paper, if we could put our best team together, which um, thankfully this year, touch wood, God, I hope I don't jinx us, we've actually remained pretty healthy. Recent, we haven't really touched on injuries, have we? Fuck, I can't believe it. We haven't even talked about the injury stick, boys. Um, if you had to pick one team that's in the top eight now that would drop out and we would, hypothetically, we would go in, which team would it be at the moment? Do you see maybe falling off? I know you, I know it's hard, like you said, because you've got to look at their run homes and whatnot. But just on form at the moment, I think that I think I think the Raiders. You've got to look at it. the Raiders are sitting there with minus fifty five. They're the odd one out when it comes to the top eight. They are the odd yeah, one out. It's it's just they're five points ahead of yeah. us. They would have to really so they really plummet. They would have to plummet when we'd have to you know, get three winning games on them. They're stuck under the radar for me, hey, the Raiders. Like, I remember like a few weeks back when I found, like saw they were in the top eight, I was like, oh, holy shit, the Raiders. And oh, yeah, they've kind of flew under the radar for me this season. Because you still got the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs can play good football and they're just outside the eight as well. So even if, even, if, even if one of these teams do drop, you got the Rabbitohs there as well. So... It's not just about us jumping into the eight. The Rabbitohs are going to be wanting to jump into the eight as well. So it's 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 really hard unless you, yeah, unless you sit down and really have a look at who everyone's got for the rest of the season. It's it's very difficult. Mm. Yeah, it is. The the Eels may be another one. Um, a lot of people saying the Sharks in the comment. Yeah, well, the Eels, like you said, there they're, they're hot and cold. The Eels sometimes you don't mm. know what they're doing. But a lot of people are saying the Sharks in the comments. So. We've been mm. out of a bit of form lately. Maybe, but yeah, we can dare to dream, guys. Um, mm. Well, let's quickly touch on this. Lose to the storm and the season is gone, I suppose. I don't think so. It's, it's Yeah, not good at all, but I don't think you can quite rule this out. A lot can still happen. I am quietly confident we beat the storm. I don't know. I've had it's this not the same th- storm. Not the same storm they they were. Yeah. So it's still a deep quality no. side, but I I've I don't know. I had I've had this feeling for at least the last day or two, but I just have this weird suspicion that we're going to beat the Storm in a very close game. I reckon it could almost be 2014-ish. Was that the one where Kirk Gidley's kicked the goal to win it from the sideline and everyone's jumped on him? Yeah, 2014. Yeah. That was 14. I got I got a fe- weird feeling that we could be in for another 2014 next week. Yeah, I... You know, it's it's like going back to origin. You know, New South Wales had more to play for, and I feel like coming into this game, Newcastle have a lot more to play for. The at Knights home. have a lot more to play for in this game at home. Yep, at home, going for three in a row, and that can make a storm. I just, I just have a feeling we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna win this game. That can yeah, make a massive difference. Right. Yeah. A massive, massive difference. Um, yeah, it's do or die. So hopefully they're going in with that mentality that yep. it's it's week by week, and we just. Don't look too far ahead. Just whoever's next, we just got to knock them over and yep. move on. And, to the next and one. don't just be happy that we've finally gone back to back. Let's build on that. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah this, is, this is your chance to build. Good test. Absolutely. Yep. Good test if we can. Because um... I. Yeah, I... we've done it. We've done it before. The thing is, we've done, We've gone a lot of these sides, we've gone toe to toe. I keep going back to that Penrith game, a full strength Penrith back in around seven. Um, you know, and they're a much. Not much better. They are a better team than the Storm currently are. So there's absolutely no reason why we can't put it to the Storm and, and, and walk away with two competition points at all. So, yeah. Um, 
Edward, what do you got here, Edward? Um, do you think we are one side field of attack side, which we use KP and best side a lot more than using young side? Um, currently, mate, yeah. If the old adage, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it's working for us and we're scoring shitloads of points, you're going to keep doing it. But teams are going to work that out. But we did touch on it earlier. Um, KP being on the one side of the field, uh, Gamble and Hastings working together. on I, th- I think it was the right side. I can't remember what try it was um, to work to get points. So, um, Well, y- yes yeah. and no. Like really, really only two tries came from our left this game. Whereas you had two Dominic Young tries and the Tyson Gamble one where we broke that that right hand side. Yeah, true. We, we did score more on the right hand side this week. So yeah. it's just weird, eh? Because when you think of like top try score for the Knights, I guess it's just recency biased. You're thinking Marzu. Yeah. You just see it's all. I think it's because he's fresh and new and exciting. He's playing around. And Bradman, you know, also mm. is just having a blinder. Everything's all about Bradman at the moment. I think that's yeah, just our focus at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, just that recency bias, isn't it? You just tend yeah. to think that way. But yeah, you, you and you also got to remember that we haven't had Dane Gagai on the right hand side for a little yeah. while. Yeah, like he is. You look in the stats where he's sitting in tackle breaks and line breaks and try assists, and he's bloody up there as well. Yeah, he he's, really he's, is. He's probably sitting in the top ten, top fifteen as well. In I know. With lo- it's it's only because Bradman's a freak, and he's he's not he's an exception to the rule. Um, sitting on about one point six try assists a game. Yeah, number two in that statistic is Dane Gagai with yeah. half of that, which is still fucking excellent. Um, but yeah, uh, I, we touched on it, I think, in the review about how how good our backline is and particularly our centers. We're, and we're actually utilizing them all. I think one massive criticism from last year is we just, they weren't being used. Um, and it, clearly that's done a complete 180 this season. Our, so. our, our centers are dominating the comp in tackle breaks, mm. um, line breaks. And try assists like that's that's massive. Absolutely. When, when, when would you say that's the last last time that's happened for the Knights, where both yeah. centers have just been dominant? Yeah, yeah. Let's be on. Let's be honest. If it wasn't Gags, obviously isn't isn't um, isn't displaced at all in state of origin. You literally have two state of origin level centers on the yes. field now. Yeah, you got to really. Let's be honest. Um, if 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 um. Tabawai Fado gets injured, I guarantee if, if Gags is healthy, he's the next man up. He's going to get that jersey back. So realistically, you got two representative level centers in the team, which is fucking sensational. So good yep. to see them actually being used correctly. So, um, But yeah, mate, and, and if anything, teams might start jamming up on the left, uh, thinking this is where the point's going to come. Bang, shifted out to the right. It could work just as well, mate. So maybe the Storm are doing their homework thinking it's all going to go left and we well, you look, you look at you look at the tries that we did score on the right. It was it was pretty much copy paste from what we mm. see on the left. But it you switched it around. It was Gamble and Ponga. Mm. It was Gamble out the back to Ponga, and and Frizzell was running those lines that Fitzy's running on the other side. Mm. Like even even our two two second the back rolls are just, fucking great too. Yeah. They are. It's. Yeah. We we are really dangerous on both sides, and this upcoming game against against Melbourne, that battle, and I think it will probably end up being our key matchup, will be Dominic Young, uh, and and Coates. Mm. Coates, yeah, yeah, yeah. The English the English winger up against the um, Maroons winger, yeah, I, I, probably. That, that's going to be that's going to be a huge matchup. 
We yes. fucked up our, our our bloody key matchup this week. Really should have been Buller and KP. Probably on hindsight. On on yeah, but you, wouldn't, you you didn't see that coming from Buller. No, no, you didn't. But um, mate, yeah, sensational. But um, but yeah, don't be too concerned, mate. There's um, going to still be plenty of points left on the right. Uh, can I ask, even though Gagai is is so got the breaks, what? What about his defense? That's a follow-up. Stuff uh, on the same from Edward again. Um, Just a follow-up. I, I think his defense has come a long, long ways. I don't think we're not talking about it. I'd, I'd have to have a, a look at statistically into his. Um, he's not firing up out of the line as much this season he has nah, in the past, which is good. You know, he's not on best level. Best is, you know, I think second-rated um, defensive center. I think um, the Storm center. His name is Casey at the moment. Um, his his tackle efficiency is eighty-three point five. Uh, he's made 248 tackles and missed 49. That's not too and, bad. Brabham uh, was sitting around 88, and that that's pretty high for it. Yeah, you know, for that position, that's 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 at the upper end. So, you know, um, not top of the table, but certainly not terrible um, compared to where he was this time last year. Jesus best Christ. best is 87.5, 224 tackles made, missed tackles 32. But like he, I missed, said, he did miss six this game. Yeah. But you got to remember, guys, not all missed tackles. You can't. It's a bit of a. It's a. It's a skewed st- statistic. The missed tackle. Sometimes you can have a missed tackle because you're just trying to to whack a guy and jam him, and you bounce off. Or you can have a terrible missed tackle where the one-on-one tackles are the ones you don't want to miss. You you got your man, and you got to get him to the ground. Not coming and jamming a guy, and you maybe bounce with two or three in the tackle. So keep that in mind when you look at missed tackles. Not all missed tackles are created the same. It's a bit of a funny statistic, missed tackle. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, boys, just quickly. Um, we know there was some big news during the week. So, Lockie's got a question about it um, here for us. So. Is it good to have Frizz around for another two years, boys? Absolutely, it is. Especially um, with um, Fitzgibbon going. Yeah. So, for, yeah. For, all, for all you listeners who are hiding under the fucking biggest rock on planet earth. Um, Tyson Frizzell has agreed to a two-year contract extension to keep 31-year-old at the club um, after signing, after uh, coming to the club in 2021 on a three-year deal, which is absolutely sensational. So pretty much he's going to finish his career at the Knights. Let's be honest. It's probably his last NRL contract. I don't think there's been any details as regards to a financial figure currently on what? High sevens, eights? Yeah, I thought reported. he was on eight, but don't quote that. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's reported figures. So it's, yeah, it's exactly. thereabouts. Let's be honest. Um, absolutely sensational news puts that to bed. Uh, means that we can move our priorities on the signing some other guys, which we'll move on to shortly. But um, yeah, absolute must had to keep it. We said it before. If you're losing Fitzy, which we knew we were losing, we couldn't lose both of them. We had yeah. to, we had to at the bare minimum, keep one of them. Um, so yeah. And leading up to origin, he's probably been in his career best form as far as the Knights mm. playing for us is concerned. Oh, so. Absolutely. Yeah, and let's not be. And if it wasn't a, a dead rubber game, a must-win game, he absolutely plays game three. He did nothing wrong in game one and game two. I thought yeah, he was probably one of the most consistent players across those two games. Uh, I think it was just the mere fact you got. Um, who's the I, South South guy again? I feel like Freddie just felt like he needed to make changes without making the right changes. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. So instead of going for someone like an Edwards over Teddy or. Um, you know, just made enough changes to make it. Yeah. He he didn't go a controversial change. He kind of went like a safe change, mm-hmm. one that he knew he wasn't going to cop mm-hmm. shit for, I guess. And I, I think that's why we lost Frizzell in game three. 
Yeah. I was a little bit more concerned he was going to go ever since he made the the one big mistake of uh, purchasing a new house in Newcastle. It seems to be once you the do curse. that, yeah, you, you're out. Well, yeah. Lock, Lockie um, Fitzgibbon just bought a house six weeks ago as well. Yeah, it was like, I was going to say, was like a cup of coffee ago, he had a post up saying, hey, my new house. And... But like, like we were saying in an episode of Late Nights, like, you know, these days, you Airbnb that or you rent it out or you... Yeah. They're, they're, the players have got that many investment properties. Like these days, they're not just footballers; they're bloody um, land developers and shit as well. Like, yeah. did Fitz sell? Did Fitz sell his house? Because I vaguely remember seeing a saw. Uh, uh, maybe been the sold scene. He was buying. Yeah, the sold, yeah. that was him buying it. Yeah, but just it's it's a false economy, guys. If a player buys a house in Newcastle, it does not mean they're staying. So what's that two from one that we know of? <laughs> Clem bought a house yeah. and Fitzy bought a house and they're gone. Well, Clem and, never um, saw it. He's, yeah, apparently, yeah, that he said he's going to come back. He loves the area. So, yeah. There you go. Mm. So, kick out his tenants. Mm. I'm retiring. <laughs> Get out. So, they yeah, were. good, great, great news. Um, it, I tell you what, it was a bit of a funny moment for me reporting that, like, to drop the post to say we re-sign Fitzy because I still remember way back when, when we announced we had signed him. I was like, wow, here we go. I've been in the. I've been doing night of that long that we're, I'm at the point where I'm dropping post about big plays we re-sign, not just signed. It's gone wow, full circle with a fifty one. Remember the time was well, I think it was my biggest post. It went fucking bonkers. Can we yeah. can we um just talk about this for a second? Can you imagine Steve sent um some poor bastards got big clamors there to landlord. Oh yeah. Can you imagine um yeah. you know well, my hot water unit's not working or there's a hole in the wall or the you're going to be scared to report anything. You're just going to have Clem turning up to you with his like bald head, like his bald, oh, bald head. Clemmer turned up. Bald head like... Clemmer turns up. I wouldn't be open in the his door. Eyes that made off. I'll fucking throw you through the wall. Like <laughs> he just yeah. he'd stare at that hot water system and it just fix itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be um, you'd be very um. Hesitant to hit the it, same. It would, it would a, be both the best thing in the world to have a footy player as your landlord, but also mm. like the fucking scariest yeah. thing in the world. I reckon. Well, yeah. I'm, well, I'm not getting my bond back. Mix. No, that's that's fine, man. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're putting my rent up. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah cool, yeah. cool, no worries. <laughs> um, all right, what have we got here, boys? Jesse Snowden, thanks for this one, mate. What do you guys think about the AFL boss saying that the AFL will be bigger than the NRL in Queensland in five years? I think he is delusional. I think he is too, mate. I think he needs to get a fucking drug test because there's no way in God's green earth that'll ever happen. Um, Maybe 10, 20 years. Clearly, he's never been to a Magic Rand or a State of Origin or anything like that. It's Brisbane. Who are the teams up in AFL teams in Queensland? Brisbane have got a good following. The Lions. Yeah, the Lions have a good following. Like last I heard, the Suns struggled a bit. Like that may have changed, but yeah, last I heard, what a Gold Coast team struggling. Who would have thought? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. ideal team for like team (laughs) franchises. Nah, not going to happen, mate. Um, I don't think in five years. I, I think with how big AFL is and its potential. Define big, though. Growth. What's big? What does he mean by big? Does it just mean, like, youngsters like, playing the game or the dominant sport? Memberships, yeah. crowds. Yeah. Um, like, you look at their average crowd compared to our measly average crowd. Yeah, but then you look at the viewership and we fucking crush them. So I, I think AFL probably is Is that a, because they've got more people at the game? 
they're not actually watching it on TV though. Oh, I think so I think, have, I think if have, I think if you added the two up, I think if you added the two up, the NFL TV because um, they're too fucking lazy to go to the game. I'm pretty sure if you got both columns from you know you you you. Crowd attendance plus your viewership and put them together. I think the NRL would quite confidently walk away mm. victorious. Um, yeah, no, I can't ever see it happening, mate. NRL's going from strength to strength. Um, but yeah, let's just hope they sort this shit out with the the RLPA because that's sort of um, getting a bit long in the tooth now. Mm. Yeah, Did you see out. the interview? You, you just may have talked about it the other night. Did you see the interview with um, Talis? Talis and mm. yeah, that was interesting. That there's one. another really good one too. Go check it out. X Knight Jamie Bureau on the Levels podcast. Okay, he's he's a RLPA delegate. Um, I don't know why from the beginning these sort of things weren't put out. The big confusion is, and even when we did the show, we didn't we not obviously know a lot more now than we did then. It was yeah. as fucking clear as mud what the players actually wanted, and now you're actually hearing the finer details. You're like, ah, oh, now I can make a better, more informed decision on which side of the fence I sit on um, where before you're just like, okay, you don't like this, but why, or what do you want changed or whatever. Yeah, all so, we kept hearing was um, the media's side of things and which you're going to hear, they're going to have their, you know, and oh, we they're, said that they're, clearly they're, they're going to skew things in a way. So of course they're not going to be happy. Of course they are. Mm. So um, yeah, for me, I think the, the big, the big gripe I have on the RLPA was it just, just make it clearer to begin with. And you'll get more people on your side when it's, clear as mud um mm. yeah it's very hard to it to inf- for a lot of people to make an informed sort of opinion on the matter but yeah um carly what do you got for us carly aob needs to drop hetherington uh no liability players yeah um keep saying it unfortunately i i, I just i don't know who comes in like who comes in i think i straight away for me you're giving maddie maddie croker more minutes because yeah, yeah he only, again he only played 14 minutes this game so croker for me um mm. like i said brody jones has been um training in the middle so you've got brody jones uh mm. you've got jack johns and you've got dylan lucas Mate, it's not like he's a player that sort of has one good game, one bad, one good, one bad. They're all just constantly shit. They're all constantly yeah. shit. His best game, he ran 113 meters. Yeah, you, you're pretty much getting a two, a two or a three out of ten. His yeah, best average. game is essentially DSAF's average game. And that was against was yeah, the Bulldogs game where we just literally fucking yeah. Yeah, I think everyone had a hundred fucking run meters that game. Yeah, so. he had like hundred and thirteen run meters. Again, that's so that's gave me that bit of confidence for my locket in, but yeah. That was a very skewed statistic. Like that's yeah. that's an exception. Like obviously we're not scoring sixty six points every week. No nowhere close to that, but yeah. Um yeah, I know so we've mentioned me, in the past that um we don't really have an impact player off the bench. Do you think currently Croker I think so. Role. Do you think he's our impact player? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't talk about it before. I did have him on eights. Only 14 minutes. I think he's quite good in attack. Um, he's, Kroger, he's, so. he's he's very good in attack. He has good mm. offload. Uh, he's a good line runner in himself. Yeah, he does um, have he does have a good offload in him. Yeah. I just, like, like I was saying, I would be giving Croker um, Heverington's minutes, and then I'd be giving a Jack Johns or a Dylan Lucas Croker's minutes. That's exactly what I would be doing. And well, he's ever going to be dropped, it'd be this week after doing what he did. As I said, yeah, if it doesn't happen this week, then it's put it under all sorts of pressure. Um, 
you know, the game was certainly still in the balance. We're only up 18-12. Two unanswered points of Tigers could have quite easily flipped the other way, and they, they're the ones who are down our end uh, scoring mm. points. So, I wonder when Croker signed till because that's that's another one we'd have to watch too. I know the guy bleeds red and blue and loves the area, but mate, he seems like the type of player that could get someone could swoop in and yeah, another Josh King. You know, he'll sort be in the scenario. starting yeah, and he'll be in the starting lineup for there for another side. So mm. interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, I like, I like this one from um, Daniel Connors. Sends a shit message to the rest of the players if they don't drop him. Yeah, true. Absolutely. Yeah, very true. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good point. Yep. Definitely. Um, all right. Kane Boyd, how do you rate the girls this, girls this year? Hope they get a big crowd before the men on Saturday. Um, Just quickly, I'll tell you something I don't rate with the girls is I wasn't a big fan. Like I only watched, I didn't watch the nines coverage of the Knights game. Obviously, I watched the Foxtel, but I have seen a little bits of the nine coverage. Not a huge fan of Millie Boyle's come commentary. I don't know, or her. I don't know. It just sounded kind of awkward. Maybe she's still getting used to it. So you know, I don't want to you know put too much dirt on her. I, yeah. I, um, I don't. I, I, I fear of saying this without like you know, for sounding sexist. Oh, did nothing to do with that, bro. But yeah. I don't like um oh shit, what's what's the name of the 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 they even got a comp name after her in like under eighteens or something. Um and she does commentary. Oh, I know um, you're talking about uh, um, um um I'm sure Tasha, Tasha Gale. Gale. Tasha Gale. Yeah. Yeah, Tasha Gale, yeah. for example, she fucking bores me in commentary. Like I hate it. Like I fall asleep. Yeah, listening. To We've Tasha talked about Gale. that a few times. Can't stand Tasha Gale. Yeah. Um, and then there was the then there was the half that was playing for Parramatta, the blonde haired girl that was playing for Parramatta that was really good. Um, she stepped into commentary for a while, and I couldn't stand her either. Um, and it it has nothing to do with the fact that they are women. That's what I'm trying to. Point nah, out is nah, I just I just can't stand them, and I know I understand it's a women's game, but do you really need a female commentator? Like, do mm. do we do you really need, or is that just to like tick a box, yeah. keep someone happy? Well, I'm, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to this a bit. Now, um, I did find out that uh, you know you guys know we we had a big rant about men not being able to purchase NRLW jerseys. Yeah, do you know we're the only club that's the the case. Yeah. So the dragons, for instance, that. that's, that's poor man. Uh, that's poor. So it's not a classic thing. Our our current uh, jersey manufacturer, you can rule them out because they're the dragons and they fucking got them available. Broncos have them, Cowboys have them, everyone else. So it must be. I the wasn't Knights. on the it show. Must be I was, obviously, I wasn't on the show. Me discuss that, mate. But I was firing up from afar because that is absolutely mate, ridiculous. Mate, you, the reigning absolutely fucking ridiculous. premiers. Like, what, if yeah. there's ever a time you're going to sell a jersey, it's oh. We, we're the current fucking premiers. All I can think of is maybe the jersey number sales from last year were shit in the men's. So they're like, all oh, stuff it. We're not even going to try this year. We'll just do pre-orders. Yeah, yeah, it's pre-order. yeah, yeah exactly. Pre-order. I don't care if I get it whenever it is. Halfway through the season, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just think it's fucking ludicrous. They're, they're selling six jerseys here, right? Like right now, the three of us would be like a home and away jersey. There's six jerseys sold. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've spoken to other people that are the same thing. You know, some people that are in our little circle who have, you know, messaged me about it saying the same thing. They're not selling men's jerseys. So people are going to buy them. Like, just do that pre-order mm. stuff. 
I don't know. But getting back to you, we digress a little bit, Kane. To get back to your question, mate, I still do think so. Um, we did play that trial against the Broncos. I oh, well, so we got very far away from yeah. the um, <laughs> No Yasmin Clydesdale, no um, Hannah Southwell, no Tamika Upton, uh, Caitlin Johnson. I can't remember if she played or not. Stack of great players that didn't play. Um, so, uh, mate. Grain of salt. Take that game with a grain exactly. of salt. Exactly. We're yeah. definitely still in the mix. I think um, young Southwell, I think she's she is going to be even better better this year she was sensational like coming off the back of um what, what, was, what was the tournament she um was wasn't the olympics was i'm not getting that mixed up with um Lockie miller no she did oh, she did play sevens as well or seven sorry yeah. um came in um to play there so a, a full preseason with the knights mate she is going to be a and the new gun. the new English woman yeah. we just signed as well i'm expecting big thing, big things from her the fact that mm. we signed her for 5 years like that Damn. shows that the knights. Uh, yeah, that's that shows yeah, the knights have big tickets on her. How good's that now? There's not these year to year fucking contracts. That's so yeah. much better. Oh, it's gonna be so much better. There's nothing worse than it's happened like the last few years. You know, you like, on the you'll get deal. used to a player. Yeah, and the next thing they're gone, or yeah. even opposing players, you'll go, oh, that's. I remember her from the Dragons, and yeah. the next year she's playing for the Roosters, and you're like, yeah, it's, nah, yeah big, it's big, big step in the right direction for the NRLW. But yeah, I um would not write us out. Write us off at all, mate, to get back to back. Truly, still got a very, very good side, and not. Yeah, you know, and Hannah Southwell played what all of a barely a half of football for us. It was one of our gun signings. Yeah, so, she got injured in the first. Um, she got injured in the first game. And we we won the premiership or, without her for ninety nine. She did get injured seven. in the first game. Yeah, in the first. So game. there you go. Early in the first game too. Absolute gun. So you got you throw her back in the mix as well. So yeah, we're absolutely still still a red hot chance to go back yep. to the back, I think. Oh, here we go. Lockie's um Lockie's getting in early for Tuesday show because obviously Tuesday show the the women's team list would have dropped and we will be discussing the women's game upcoming women's game as well and there will be a lock it in. So I'm I'm expecting to see Lockie with uh Jesse Southwell to score four tries given four that tries. he can't can't jump on yeah. Jack Johns to do that. So yeah. I think she's in for a big big year mate. I think she's big, big year. It was only what, what was it? The ladies use. She know ladies use the same size football as the men. I remember I heard an interview yes. actually talking to Millie Boyle about, it, and they were saying one of the criticisms to the women's game is there's so many handling errors. And they were saying, well, physically they got smaller yeah. hands than the men. Yeah, that's an interesting. They point. should have a smaller ball, yeah. and I thought that's an interesting point. Yeah, because she said you don't see a lot of the tries, big one hand put downs or anything like that. And I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense. The ball should be slightly. Slightly adjusted to accommodate, yeah. If it's going to mean better play and hold the ball one hand and stuff, <laughs> so give them the same minutes, but mate, if Millie Ball's going to say it, I'll, I'll I'll jump on the back of it. If she believes that. I, I, I tend to agree. If it's going to improve the yeah. the game itself, mate, people will quickly forget that they play with a slightly smaller ball. I'm not saying like a you know your, your little McDonald's ones you used to get in the fucking big you know Happy Meals the old, the old size, years ago, size four. Yeah, we're not saying we're not saying one of those, but yeah. Um, men use size five, so yeah, probably be size four, I imagine. The AFLW Bender, you said that he meant the yeah, AFLW, oh, but they use a smaller ball in their league, so it makes there sense. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep, absolutely, boys. Um, all right, what have we got here? Shane Hernando, thanks for this one, mate. If you boys could change one rule in the NRL, what would it be? Mine would be whoever Scrums. scores the try. Has to attempt the conversion. That'd wow. be um, 
That'd be fucking horrible. Like, unless you got a a goal kicking winger, like Jesus Christ. How cool is that? I've never heard that. That's um, that's actually pretty interesting. So, who would have kicked on the weekend? How about DSAF lining up for a goal? Maybe. I see DSAF as a toe punter. Remember the old Melbourne with the toe punt? I see. What about about whoever? If they scored. The, you, remember, you remember? You remember who was? Which Knights player was it? A few years ago, was it like a? Was it Wesner? No, nah, wasn't. It was someone like that. They took a conversion from the sideline and fucking hit the players in the huddle. Oh, I remember <laughs> you, remember, that. you remember that? Yeah, that would be that. Greg Marju. Like oh, I feel yeah. like if you were, if Greg Marju was lining up from the wing, yeah, junior South. There you go. It was. Um, yeah, I just for me, it's forward passes. For me, it's four passes, and you you just got to you got to find a way to do it, even if it's just. I don't care what technology you come up with or you don't come up with; it's got to be forward passes. You've mm. got to be able to rule on it, in yeah, some sense. Because yeah, there's some absolute fucking howlers in the world, even, like because there's somewhere it goes like half a meter forward, mm. and you're just sitting there and you're like, "State of Origin game two, but yes. you can't. Yeah, you just sit there and go, "You yeah. can't rule on that. You cannot touch it, even though you have seen it go a mile forward." Like it has to be forward passes. Number if the, one, if the I punters at home can tell, if that technology, if that technology, they were looking at it. I don't know. Like, look into it, mate. If that if that works and they can find a way to make it work, that'll solve all the problems. Mm. You know, the the technology ain't gonna lie. So, is it is yeah. it oh, is me, it the mate, whole backwards out of the hand thing that it, it throws a spanner in the works for that or probably? I, I don't Surely, know. I though, you can still tell. It, Surely, wouldn't it be yeah. a case like the um. I'm going to use cricket as an example, like with the stickometer on the bats and that. You know, they use the video footage plus the audio to, to more or less make a decision. Surely you could look at it, do the eye test, have a look at the coordinates, for lack of a better term, or the path the ball travels. Soccer have been doing it, soccer, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, whatever you like to call it, have been doing it for 15, 20 years where they have, like their offside thing is so simple. It's just, when they rule an offside, a big line comes across the screen and you see there's the line where the last player is and oh, that player's in front of that line and then that colour, that half of the field shaded a bit darker so you can definitely see that they're on that side. The same fucking technology for a forward pass. It's, it's funny though. So I remember mentioning you boys a while ago that when this, I can't remember how long ago, Fox actually had that active 10 metre Line like a line of script, like you know, like the line of scrimmage in your, your NFL. Yeah, it was it was active, but it was actually made the game look really bad because it identified very quickly how many players were actually offside. Mm. So the viewers at home could sit there and go, "Holy shit!" Like three or four players are continually offside, so they scrapped it. Because so, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, they have the technology to put fake sponsors mm. on the grass. So we're watching and we're watching a fake sponsor, not move. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. A lot fake of people don't know. Sponsor is okay. fucking perfectly yeah. still the entire time. They've worked out that technology that fucking, you know, Izuzu or Kia or whoever can yeah. pay to put their fucking logo there and it's not going to move. They've worked that technology out fine. So Speaking when it comes te- to a straight line, I'm sorry, we can't do that. That's Speaking hard. of technology, do you know what I do yeah. want them to introduce? I don't know why it's taken so long. Is a goddamn sin bin countdown. You watch yes. the game and the game's gone, you're going, shit, how long is the player off for? Every now and then they'll bring it up. Yeah, they have like, it. Didn't they have it's it on the one. Yeah. Just always up. Yeah. Just they, leave it up. It's yeah, in a minute, it'll come up. Like if it's a break in play, like a scrum or something, it'll come up with a little 
clock. Yeah, and... but always want it there. Yeah. Just you know what I mean? So you go, shit, we've got two sets left with them down, or we've got to defend for another five minutes yeah. with it just it gets lost pretty quick, especially with stoppages and you don't know when they've stopped and that. So yeah, if I was NRL, uh, if I was Fox or nine, is invest in a goddamn sin bin countdown, truly. Um, it's funny, Sean, what you were saying about the technology. We should get like, you know, Microsoft or Apple onto it or some shit, you know, have like the, the eyeball or something. <laughs> they can, can measure where it goes from. But for me, it'd be the scrums. I just I just think they're just silly at the moment. I'd like to see some type of um, are you bringing back competitiveness or are you in the just scrums. Getting rid of scrums? No, I want the, I wanted to be brought back. I like the competitiveness yeah. of it. And what was it? Remember you've seen, um, oh, I don't know if it was this season or last, but a team got penalized for pushing in the scrum. It's like what mm, yeah. you know, and and raking one one player rake for the ball, and they 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 touched the ball, this, and they got penalised. Yeah, it's this like is, what are we this doing? This is how shit scrums are in modern rugby league. Is we have Dominic Young feeding the scrum through the back lowers mm. rowers' legs. Like if that is not a clear indicator that scrums are fucking pointless in 2023, then I don't know what is. Mm. A winger yeah, feeding it through the second crazy. rower's feet, like it's. Otherwise, you might as well get rid of them. Like. I, I love this one. Jason Mather, I love this, pal. Fucking 10 points to you, brother. If a player is claiming a crusher tackle injury, they should come off for an assessment. Spinal injury, just as important as a concussion. will stop all the players staying down as soon as they feel someone touch their necks. Completely agree. Yeah, I agree. Neck, On the neck flip injury side of this, assessment. I think, I think one of the reasons they may not do this, though, is because when players are genuinely injured, they'll just try and jump back up quick and then you have a potentially injured player trying not to, you know, doesn't want to go off. But surely that they're genuinely injured. You're going to know. Play. Like, the independent doctor's going to look at the guy and go, shit, he's grabbing the neck or he's discomfort. Like, no, nah, I want him off. The the surely. only the only reason, and this is obviously coming from someone who's literally spent the last four years in and out of neurosurgeons' offices. They can't, you can't, there's nothing you can do to 100% test it in 15 minutes. You're not going to get a test. Like, you're going to come off holding your neck or your back and it's just going to be literally it'd just be a physio because it couldn't be a neuro. It couldn't be anyone like that. It would just be a physio standing there. They'd tell you to stand up on your feet and they'd go, okay, you're showing a little less power in that left foot. You might have to go see a specialist. Like that's literally the only test they could do. You have to get MRIs. You have to get CT scans. You have to get x-rays. There's literally nothing that you could go off and test in a spinal injury, there's there's literally nothing without mm. going and seeing a neuro. So, like, if a player was holding his neck, he'd come off the field and it'd literally just be a physio going, "Yeah, okay, I think you're okay." Like, surely I, though, there must be at least some a very very slight instance though where they go, "Oh, nah, this is not good. I'm not confident with you going back on and taking more contact or." Sure, there's got to be some sort of deterrent. Even though, if even if it was 99 times out of 100, it's probably nothing. Mm. Does it take it to a point? Yeah, maybe when, when a player lean. does get a crusher, nothing does happen. He keeps playing, drops the gram with God knows what. Uh, you know, no neck. Well, like neck Sean expert. said, though, if, if they can't like determine on the spot, that's going to lean even more into players going. If they can't determine, I'm going to possibly go off on nothing here. I'm just going to jump back up and keep going. So, but yeah, it's very great. Yeah, it 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 is. Like, it would be fantastic for player health because I can tell you, like, what I'm going through is the exact same thing that made Andrew Johns retire. He had one disc. Mine is more than one. But um, it, it would be good to 
limit that type of injury, but there's there's really nothing you can do in a a fifteen minute fifteen minute test in the sheds. Get a get a CT in every bloody like, unless, unless you've got an MRI machine in in your in your dressing room. I, I don't think you got got gotta much get, of a test. Make it happen. No. no. No, nah, but no, nah, great questions, boys. Great questions, great questions. But um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the Sunday show, guys. Um, yeah. Um, now, Sean, you got some good news, mate, regarding the uh, the shirts, mate. The shirts, yes. Okay, I was wondering what good news you. I was like, <laughs> what good news are we talking about? Are we talking more about, good like, news? All good news this week. Are we talking about I'm going back to the footy this weekend? Like that's good news, or are we talking about potential street talk? Like, what's the good news? Yes. Um. So the shirts have been ordered. They are pretty much arriving to our doorstep sometime early this week. Um. And then we will check them out and package them up, but. Mate, pre-orders are closed for everyone who's ordered a shirt. You'll get them on time. Can't wait to see everyone's photos in their knighted shirts. Absolutely. When you get, when you do get them, please, we want to see photos. Truly, we'll get a. Um, be great to get a, a heap of photos with you guys in your kits. So, um, yeah, drop that swag. That's all. Yeah. As the young kids say. Yeah. Wear other clothes with it. We're not asking just wear the shirt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want, I don't, we don't want to get inbox full of, um, yeah, people just wearing our shirts and nothing else. Um, but no, so that'd be good to get out. Um, some more good news, guys. The uh, plane tickets have been purchased. I will be coming down the Newey. So, um, the very last home game, I will be coming down. All right. So, if that's going to sway anyone's decisions to maybe perhaps be enough for him to, to come to the game i'm going to be there so we'd love to see everyone there so sean and i are going to take him out we're going to introduce him to, to a bit of the old henny penny show him a few of the landmarks and it's going to be yeah, a fun yeah weekend. it's been too long newy so he's back benny's still around these days i've no idea. we lost our no, big dick the big dick's gone can't show you that anymore <laughs> Yeah. So, um, that's it, Fanny's man. That's it. That place, I'm surprised they didn't have COVID 19 before it was cool. Like, Fanny <laughs> in that place. You ever wondered about Newcastle? Newcastle, like, when you think about it, Fanny's, Nobby's, the big dick, a little subtle in innuendos. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Kinky old Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. shit. That explains a bit. So, yeah, we're still, um, I think maybe this time next week, we we probably have a better idea regarding the, the, the live show in front of a live audience. We'll, we'll, Hopefully nut out with the uh, with the venue and sponsors and stuff, guys. So stay tuned for that one. Yeah, um, I am meeting up with someone on Tuesday. So hopefully we have news on the Tuesday show. Yeah, so we'll get that locked away. But yeah, we'll we'll be posting plenty on that. So we'll I won't keep you in the dark on that. Obviously, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, if you still want a shirt, guys, they're still available. So please don't stress. You can go on right now, still place your order. You're still going to get your shirt. So don't stress there. Um, but if you do want to support the show, we would greatly appreciate it. You can find us on all social media platforms. Um, leave us a big old five-star review. have seen some great ones come in on Facebook in particular. So um, yeah, huge, huge thank you for, for everyone who's left us a review thus far. It goes a long way and we do appreciate it. Um, so yeah, we don't just say it, it really does, really does help out the platform. Um, keep the sponsors and everyone very, very happy. And speaking of sponsors, uh, big shout out to the major sponsor for the Sunday show, LGB Marine guys. Um, the number one marine construction company in Australia. Number one. All right. 
Uh, unlike us, who are currently sitting 10th, they are the top of the ladder when it comes to marine construction. So lgbmarine.com.au, guys. Go show our sponsors some love. Um, pleasure as always, boys, particularly having you back, Storky. Thanks, guys. It's been fun. It's been great. Love all the questions coming through. Just chatting with you, Blakes. Great way to end your week and start another working week. The people missed you, mate. They really did. So um, good to Thank have you, you back, pal. We did as well, Storky. Of course we did. Thanks, Blakes. Glad we, Thanks, glad we could finally nut out the uh, CBA agreement, mate. All right. Yeah, I was, I was happy to end the strike when I did. Oh, I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Before we go to another international listener, boys. Uh, Carl Smith. Good listen, fellas. All the way from Mother England, eh? Uh, apparently apparently on that subject, you can't say POM anymore. Apparently that's offensive. Find out for us, Carl. I want you to start walking around there. And start Can we still call them two-pound two POMs or ten-pound well, There's a TV show called that, so I can't see why not. Yeah, right. Mate, I think the list of what isn't offensive is you yeah, know, becoming smaller, smaller by the day. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. Um, but yeah, huge thank you for everyone who tuned in. We will be back to uh, preview the, the team list on Sunday for a massive, massive clash against the uh, the Melbourne Storm. So tune in for that one. It'll be another fun episode as we break down that one. Yep. Pleasure as always, boys. Thanks, Link. Um, yes, always a pleasure speaking to you boys and, and everyone who watches and listens out there. Until Tuesday, um, don't just have a good night, have a Newcastle night. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a say we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. For the red and the blue, till the end we will fight. Singing long live the Newcastle Knights.